guys, it's Rui here. Welcome to my social enterprise. First of all, I'd like to wish everyone a happy Chinese New Year, especially to my Chinese friend, because today is the Chinese New Year's Eve. We might not be able to get around with all our family members. Well, I just wish you to have a great rest and enjoy your time with your family at home. Please stay safe and well. In this episode, we have the director of Autism Cafe Project, Atli Yaya, to share his story with the project. Autism Cafe Project is the first social enterprise or business entity in Malaysia that focuses on the issue of autism spectrum disorder. It aims to secure the future independence of youth with autism. It builds a safe space and creates job opportunities for the autistic youth. They also create entrepreneur ecosystem for the youth. The establishment of Autism Cafe project began with the worries of the father on his autistic son. But at the same time, it's more about at least confidence and belief on his son Lokman and his fellow friends in learning and also being more independent in living. Before we listen to Atli, remember to follow my.socialenterprise on Instagram for any podcast updates or to share your opinion or feedback about the topic in each episode. I'd like to apologize for the loud background noise in this episode. This is due to some technical problem. If you can't bear with the noise, I would suggest you to lower down the volume. I have tried my best to lower down the noise. I hope it doesn't bother you that much. Hi, Abby. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Could you please first say hi to the audience and also tell them more about you? All right, sure. Uh, my name is Adli Lahia and I am a father of a 21 years old um, son who is uh, within the autism syndrome. Yeah? And um, oh. it has been a challenging times, you know, at, at, at a certain phase of our lives and, um, you know, get, trying to get trying to accept him as uh, somebody with issues, uh, with somebody with uh, the, someone with a spectrum in your life. But in a, it's a learning progress, it's a learning journey, and I'm glad um, we have come to the point that I'm comfortable with him now. Yeah, But um, it took us quite a while to reach a certain point in our life that where we accepted each other, and um, from there we move on and... Life doesn't seem like a bit of roses every time, but yeah, we're surviving day by day, especially in, during these trying times. Then, yeah. So, Ali, could you tell us uh, more about the Autism Cafe project and also the story behind it? As oh, okay. The story behind we link to your, uh, your, your kid, your children. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. As I said before, uh, the journey of accepting my son as a person with certain disability um, has been quite a challenge. You know, uh, you know, in life, when you expect uh, when you expect certain things to come to your way, but a different thing came towards you. So you caught it caught you by surprise. So um, 
acceptance wasn't easy, um, but I think the the journey has taught me very well um, that in life you can't expect something you know smooth sailing towards your side. You know, there will be bumpy road. There will be surprises. That's life. You know, and um, with my son. Um, you know, I, I, I always wanted a son during those days, you know. I mean, I, I have two sons, two wonderful sons, including Lukman now. But um, as I said, the, the, what we expect in life, it wasn't what we expect. It, it came, life is full of surprises, you know. So along came Lukman um, and um, it caused much of resentment on my side because I wanted a perfect child in sense, you know, uh, I can play football, I can play um, running along with him, jogging and stuff, but uh, he didn't fit all those things, you know. So uh, that was a lengthy period of time, a very, very uh, challenging times. But once um, I begin to accept him as he is, um, life become much easier. Now, when... when uh, you know, when both of us are comfortable with each other, now there comes an issue of what's going to happen. Um, you know, when I when I'm not around, when I pass away, what's going to happen to him? You know, um, Lukman is not a person who fits into the normal bill as us. You know, which is you know he'll grow up, be independent, and he can go off and working independently and stuff. You know, he doesn't fit that bill. You know. He is um, passive, and he will base on instruction. Any 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 uh, behavior or anything that you want to ask him to do, you have to ask him first. Or for example, if if the the room is very messy, it stays messy unless you tell him, "Look, man, clean the floor, clean the bedroom." He will do it, you know. But besides that, he, if you don't give him any instruction, he won't. When you give him instruction, he'll do it to the T. You know, like if you ask him to clean the floor, he will clean it up. If you ask him to do it at 8 o'clock, he will clean it up till noon, you know, until you ask him to stop. Now, having said that, when, when, when he goes to the real world, I'll bet you he'll having, he will have a huge issues with the employer, you know, or with his peers, you know. In short, I would say, Likelihood, there'll be chances of him to be abused. Abused in a sense, you know, you, you, for example, you, uh, you overwork him, you know, till the, the, till like morning, till the end of the day without food and stuff, you know, payment wise, salary wise, you know, it tend to be because people like, like him is very, um, honest, you know, and they, they, they comply to what you, uh, impose them. If you if you if you overwork them, they will they will work. You know they will do that. You know, but so having said that, it's difficult for him to actually fit in the bill of us normal people working in normal situation. Doesn't. So um, my, my my thought is this: I can't keep this quiet. You know, I can't just rely on the government or on someone else. I think I knew my son very well. I have to actually do something so it'll fit in his character. So uh, after much of thought, um, we decided to have a cafe uh, where 
him and his buddies with which are in similar character you know which is in, which is in, in the uh, spectrum would be able to work uh, independently uh, in a safe environment and in a, an environment where they can they can be themselves and enjoy their life you know so we managed to set this up and um, it took us about in a it took us it took us about four years, three to four years, to finally um, settle down a bit, and uh, things are what we are hoping it would be. Now it's taking its shapes now, so I'm glad in that sense. Now, so I'm happy with the progress of of the Autism Cafe project. It was set up uh, basically. Um, it was set up um, to fit into. Lukman's future, you know, his character, his behavior, and all, and it basically um, benefits others within his spectrum. Also, I'm I'm glad in that sense, you know. When we started this project, you know, uh, I knew I want to be this a, a successful. I have no choice but to have this to be a success, you know. So when we set up this project, it is not um, we started off as a base of an organization. A business unit, not a an NGO, because I don't want to be trapped in a situation where um, it our our financial uh, uh, situation will be based on people's donation. You know, we don't want that. We want we want that culture. We do accept donations, and all that's not an issue. But uh, we want to be standing on our own two feet rather than. You know, it depends on someone else to support us because in the long run, that will benefit us, you know. So we set up as a social uh, enterprise and we have certification of a social enterprise which was given by an organization called MAGIC. MAGIC is the only organization in Malaysia that certifies social enterprise because we don't want to be given a wrong message. We don't want any negative uh, feedback from clients, you know, from, from our friends, from the public saying that um, we're doing this for our or for my own, you know, I'm doing this for all my family. I don't want that. So I better myself registered properly and certification helps, you know. So people can't, can't uh, question of my motive of, of why we set up this. This is a social enterprise that in the end our, it benefits the target market that we're looking at, which is the um, youth with autism. It, it was not a smooth sailing all the way for years, but we're glad we're doing it. And, you know, obstacles and all, you know, actually make us stronger, you know. So I'm glad we set it up, this project. And it has been uh, a very beneficial um, journey, especially to Lukman's and his friends, you know. Um, why I said this, you know, um, Lukman, for, for that matter, doesn't fit uh, his learning method doesn't fit into a normal school technique, which is at the school, which is a special needs school. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit him. You know, I have no issue. I have no, I, I don't blame the government. You know, I don't blame the teacher. No. But, you know, the teachers has their own uh, limitation. They can't teach one-to-one in public school. I don't have enough financial back, financial, um, what do you call this, um, situation where I can send him to private school. I don't. So my option is actually to school, but school, the teachers, still they're teaching them 
in a group of four or three, it doesn't fit Lukman, you know. And they teach a lot of uh, academic stuff, which is fine, you know, but it doesn't fit Lukman. So when when I put him in school for two years, I, I don't see much progress. I don't see much progress. But when I took him out and started him to work over at the cafe, there were practical leaps and bounds of, 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 of progress that he has made, you know. So in short, what I'm trying to say is, you know, the school for Lokman is not the typical school. The school for Lokman is actually the world, you know, where yes. he works, where he goes to the uh, to the cafe, where he walks, where he takes the buses, you know. You know, the world is his school, not the school. So I'm glad that we have set up this and because, it, as I said again, it has been beneficial to him as well as other boys, which is in a similar situation as him. So I, I am really mm. glad. I'm really yeah. glad on that. So, uh, Lee, can you share like along the journey, uh, how have these cafe project expand, and also like what are some of the projects that you're gonna do, you know, to benefit more more youth autism? Uh, the project, the coming project. Yeah, the coming project. Okay, so uh, what happened is this. Um, we have started the cafe four years ago, um, and basically we don't have any kitchen. You know, uh, we cook, we get our boys to cook from the place, and we send uh, the already cooked stuff over at the cafe and we sell them. So, um, in that sense, it's good, but... We wanted more. We wanted them to have a good experience in FMB uh, area, which they will learn more uh, in terms of um, how you cook um, in a safe manner, hygiene issue, safety issue, you know, and professionalism. So we want to do to, to do that. So what happened is we have managed to set up a centralized kitchen. Uh, which is already done and complete, but we can't be operating it as at now because of the COVID-19 and the MCO. So we can't do that. So, But we have the structure now. Hopefully, once the MCO is done, we can get our boys to actually um, learn and, and cope a professional way. And we can um, one, we can employ more staffs from there to work at the cafe. The second thing is we can we can actually start a, starting our uh, entrepreneurship program, which we already started, but we can expand it more with the setting up of the of the uh, operational of the kitchen later on. You know, so um, we're glad on that manner. Um, we have worked very hard. We have managed to set up the kitchen, and uh, we also. Uh, managed to set up our second cafe which is already done 90% um, over in Daman Mall in Subang Jaya um, it's already done as I said 90% ready but we can't operate it now because of the MCO and, and COVID-19 is like going upward now you know? so it's really worrying so we, we're not going to start it now but we're going to start as soon as the numbers went down and the um, and of the M MCO um, uh, stuff, like basically. Um, what what we have once the well, cafe is ready. Now the cafe is in uh, USJ, uh, Diamond. Uh, we can actually employ more staffs 
within the spectrum and they will get a chance to actually earn their own living you know once the cafe is ready they can walk oh. over there they can have a safe environment where people understand them you know and within that project also we have we are going to set up a an a bazaar an autism autism cafe project bazaar which we set up next door to our cafe um we were the first uh, autism cafe bazaar uh, operational uh, in 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 malaysia but as i said we have to stop it because of the covid-19 and as well as we couldn't find a suitable place to start it but daman has been very cooperative they have given us a space where we can do the bazaar at least once once a month we will see how the, it goes if the if if there is a good response we are we going to have it on weekly basis as well as probably on on daily basis so we're glad um uh, this is going on our way i mean it doesn't come easy we have planned we have lobbied we have not we have done our stuff and i said we glad we were so glad that things now moving on our side in fact we are also uh, in talking terms with uh, um what do call this uh, grab and we are also now uh, in lazada uh, and we hope to actually collaborate uh, with as i said with um, with grab soon um, to uh, explore ourselves uh, to expose ourselves in digital mode now everything now is going digital you know so we're going to um, do the delivery and stuff you know i think that's where the trend is going so we we definitely going to that that kind of flow definitely um, on 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 entrepreneurship side i'm very happy uh when we introduced this um project uh, about we 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 have our 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 boys and girls which are earning less than 2 or 300 but with us they have earned at least last, before covid time you know um they earn more than 1000 ringgit a month you know but covid came in and the numbers uh, went down south and we are slowly picking up now uh they have started earning from our delivery uh, initiatives um you know a couple of hundreds at one delivery which is good rather than not earning at all they are earning few hundreds uh, at, at at one go so i'm glad not much but uh, you know uh, things have start to start somewhere and they started we have started it and they have reaped the benefit of what what our with our planning and our execution i'm glad on that ali could you tell uh, more about the entrepreneurship program that you mentioned is it an entrepreneurship program for the autism uh, youth Uh, yeah yes it is yes it is now when we started this project uh, basically our angle was uh, for for them to be employed and earn a monthly salary but uh, along the way we discovered um, we have to be very fluid we can't our business model can't stay stagnant all the time it has to be fluid with them uh, practically it has to be fluid so along the way we have learned uh, that if we employ them some of them are good to be employed some of them are not we employ those who are who wanted to work and we develop those who we saw the potential of earning much more you know developing them them into entrepreneurs 
uh, example is like this, you know, um, like the recent initiative that we've done um, after COVID-19 uh, hit us for the second time, uh, we were practically flawed. We, we couldn't move at all. There was there was less order and there were, everything goes down south, you know. So, what, but we, we keep on uh, promoting our product and slowly it's picking up. Um, but we have to be creative now, like, like for the current one that we're doing, we're, we're trying to support the frontliners. I mean, the frontliners at the hospital, at the test, testing area, at the, uh, the testing clinic and you know, all the public, public, uh, what they call hospital and uh, medical care in, in the hospital. So um, we thought of this, you know, um, we get our boys, we get our boys to actually produce um food that they are good at producing we have boys who produce uh, cupcake we have boys who produce um uh bihun goreng or roti jala or uh pulo kuning or nasi goreng or you know all the stuff what we do is we identify certain individuals with with the spectrum we get them to produce all the stuff so when i um and then i source out for funding you know, we do crowdfunding. At the moment, we do crowdfunding together with uh, Taylor's International University. So when we have uh, funding, enough funding, let's say we have 1,000 ringgit in hand, then we started to get our boys to produce their stuff. You know, this produce um, Bihun, this produce and all. And they send it to our place, to, to ACP. And we actually pack it up for their for lunch pack to be delivered to the frontliners. So if you do it this way, the um, beneficiary will be two parties, one, which is the boys they are earning now. Um, second one is actually the, um, the final recipient, which is the frontliners. You are supporting them. You are helping them. So there are two beneficial benefits from this, from this project. You know, as well, uh, uh, two benefits. There are two benefits from this project, which is the boys. They are now uh, earning now on their own. When when we buy, we buy from them. They are earning on that matter. And uh, when we have that ready, we send it to the, uh, the uh, frontliners. So as I said, again, there are two beneficiaries. Three, rather. The third one is actually the public. The public will know much better now that these individuals have the potential to progress further. I mean, the boys. Because they, when they when they uh, started uh, when we started the crowdfunding, the, the the readers will actually read what it's all about. So we attach it together with photos and videos of our boys working. So that create more awareness that these um, individual with within the spectrum are able to have a future if you let them be, if you give them opportunity. So basically, as I said, three, three in the end, it'll be three beneficiaries from this project. Line, uh. So I'm happy uh, that it has been progressing wonderfully. People started to actually um, uh, involve in our crowdfunding. And uh, we have managed to do our part. And our voice has become a productive individual, individual in the society. They are able to live to their potentials, uh, to their maximum potential. So I'm glad we did that, yeah. Well, that's a very cool project. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, 
like you say, they uh, you have three beneficiaries right now. Right. So, so increase the public awareness about yeah. the autism as well. So along the way, you know, like um, you see the changes, but what actually are some of the misunderstandings um, the public have about autism that you observe and you know, like your experience you have? Okay. Um, this one. Um, people actually have this this connotation or this impression that one autism individual they have extraordinary talent, mm-hmm. like the high function one. Yeah, the high function. Yes, they do have. They do have. I wish. I wish. Sometimes I wish my son is in that category, but <laughs> in in reality, he is not. I would say those who has extraordinary ability, like. Um, the boy who has a brilliant talent in playing piano, uh, Clarence, yeah, brilliant, you know. But he is he is one of the I, I would say five percent of the total uh, individual ha- which in in the spectrum only five percent. He is he's so lucky in that, you know. But the rest, I would say, is it, they're not there. And um, one, as I said, uh, public tends to uh, perceive that they have extraordinary talent. And another one is the public perceive that um, people within autism uh, spectrum has tantrums, has meltdown, you know, have an issue with anger management, you know. Yes, I would say those are true, but not all, not all. So people, every time I, I went around, when, when we have, I met someone and it, uh, they, when I asked, you know, what is about, what is autism is all about, these two characters came out. But when we have these two characters came out, it has, it has positive as well as it has negative effect on, on the awareness, you know. The thing is, you know, when, when people associate autism with um, tantrums and all, you know, it gives the impression they are they are an individual that you can't work with. You know, you have to be very extra careful with them. You know, you can't employ them. You can't be friends with them because tantrums came out uh, unpredictable in in unpredictable moments. You know, and uh, you know sometimes people again uh, when people have the impression of uh, they have extraordinary ability. Okay, fine, they can live. The impression is. When they have extraordinary ability, like Clarence, you know, I give you an example. They are well off. They can't. They you you don't need to support them because they have talent that they can. From their talent, they can actually be independent. You know, in totality, they forgot. They forgot about the what the majority of uh, autism youth here or autism kids here. It is neither intelligent, severe. I mean, highly intelligent, or or they are neither there or. They are not. In, they are basically in in uh, severe category. Basically, what I'm saying is, not everybody are so lucky to be intelligent. Not everybody is so unlucky to have this severity to the maximum. Think about what's going to happen to the midpoint. You know the mm. the, the group which is neither there nor here. I think that's also the that's a group also uh, the group that occupy the largest percentage yes, among the yes yes well. when you when you have the impression uh, you see it's it's not the majority are in that particular group but when the perception is as I said in two categories 
So where 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 are we gonna go? You know what what's gonna happen to one the one the majority? You know. So so I think mm. uh, that the perception needs to be addressed properly. That is why. Uh, the project on our side, we are concentrating on so-called the midpoint. Mm-hmm. So our boys are not, some of them, not, not every one of them are highly functional. Basically, majority are those who are intelligent enough to receive instruction and to carry out instruction. That is all we look for. We don't look for beyond that. We don't look for very intelligent, you know. And for the severity of those who are in maximum, we can't do much. But we can do something about the so-called the midpoint. Yeah. I think one of the things that we have to understand is that these uh, the autism uh, children or autism people, they do have the ability to learn. So yeah. I think what we need to give them is the support and also the patience to interact with them. Yes, yes, I, I do agree. I do agree. They, they, they can learn. But their learning curve, their learning ability is different from each one of one of them, you know. So as I said again earlier, when, when they send to school, they put it in a group and it doesn't justify them. They couldn't learn that. But when they are a coach to base based on their ability, you will definitely get results. So that's what we're doing over at the cafe. Individually, we look at them uh, as a, a separate person, we don't lump them together. You know, when we teach, we knew what is their ability, what is within their capabilities. So we just do focus on that alone. We don't go overboard, but we focus on within their abilities. That's why I think uh, the result is very, very encouraging. We do as within their limits. We know their ability, and we just focus on that. You know. Previously, you do mention about like uh, the government support and so the school problems, the schooling problems. Yeah. So, um, what are some of the supports that you wish that not government but maybe the public that give to this group of people or maybe to the families? I, I would say this. I can understand. Uh, I, I mean, I don't blame the government. I don't blame anyone on this matter. You know. But I wish, if there's any possibility, to increase the number of uh, special needs teacher over at the mm. public school. You know, as I said, with they they work they work hard within their abilities. You can't blame them. You know, but it'll be mm. good to have more individuals, more teachers, actually approaching the uh, working within the government scope here to to tailor made, if possible. Uh, individually uh, teach them, you know, not in the group, you know, which is I found when I went to the public, to the private school, I saw that and I saw much of improvement done on them if you do it on basis of one-to-one. But again, I, as I say, I'm wishing on that, but, you know, uh, it's not easy, it's not easy to, be, to be done. It's easy to say, but it's harder to work on it, you know. So... I can't blame SSA, I can't blame them, but those are my wishes. And um, I hope that, um, you know, you have heard of many uh, companies, big organizations that uh, employing staff with autism. But I wish, uh, my sincere wish is this, understand autism first, you know. Understand the individual that you want to employ first. because 
they are not like us, you know. We can work if you, whatever it is like, if we were being employed, we can work based on whatever you give to us. The job description, we have no issues, like it or not, we know we have to do it, you know. But with them, you can't do that approach. You have to approach in a sense that understand them and draw up your job description based on them. No, not based on, on your needs, but based on their needs, you know. So if you do that kind of approach, you can see the development, you can see the outcome after that. But if you develop them as this is the job scope, you have to do this, then you have an issue. So um, I, I think on, on that manner, understand them first, understand what is autism is all about. Then you start uh, uh, employing them. But don't do it because of, you know, because of the numbers, because the government now, uh, uh, the employment-wise, is uh, we have to actually employ 1% of the total workforce uh, from, the, uh, from the OKU, but you can't. Uh, it's 1% of the total workforce. It has to be implemented, 1%. But there's no point of you employing them for one or two weeks. After that, you fire them. You know, there's, there's no point. So you've got, you got to understand them first so you can manage uh, your expectation from them. You know, it's easier to move on that manner. It is. So, like, for example, uh, I have a cousin himself, like, he is an autism young adult as well. He yeah. is unique enough in a way that he's a perfectionist. So, uh, things that you want to make it very perfect, for example, like, nowadays he's working at a canteen. He's, based, he's in Singapore, so Singapore mm-hmm. government do have a lot of support for them, for this group of uh, people. So his work, he works in a canteen in a autism uh, autism school, and his his professionals work very well um, in this job in his job school like in the canteen. So for example, he make dumpling, and the dumpling is so beautiful, and he make noodles by his hands. Everything is so perfect, and yeah, he 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 does a very good job. So like you say, every every one of them have their individualities and also their uniqueness. We really need to understand them yeah. and also see what's their potential. Right. You know, it's 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 um just just running through your point just now. You know, if you have an individual who is very honest, you know, for example, you know, and he doesn't give a shit or two cents about telling people this product is not good, this product is terrible. You don't buy this, you know. Um, because it's, it stays horrible. You put him in, let's say he works in the supermarket. You put him at the customer service or you put him at the one that handling the product. You know, when people wants to come and buy the product that he felt this is not good, he will tell the customer not to buy because this product is not good. Imagine if he did this and the employer got to know this, you, I, I think you know in the end the response the the outcome will be he'll go, he'll get fired line you know? because just be, because he's so his experience he's telling the truth you know but it doesn't jive well with with the employer so the employer needs to know very well if this is his capability you know maybe put him on an QC side you know testing all the food make sure that the food uh, being 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 produced as to the highest standard, because they can be very brutal, honest. If they think it's not nice, they will tell it's not nice. So placing them, as I said, 
uh, it, it has to it has to be a crucial matter you know you have to understand them when you understand them then you know what to do them where to place where to have its maximum ability that you can you can actually pluck out you know so understand them is crucial yeah. am i right to say that the most the most worst thing you have on uh, your uh, look man is that uh, he's um basic skill to the living skill to manage himself in future yeah yeah uh we have done that uh with help from the school and stuff and as i said like, uh, we 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 can't we can't do it on our own but we have friends we have school last time who within two years also they have managed to help him out you know in certain manner you know the um mm. uh learning center that we send lukman to also has given him uh, a tremendous uh, improvement in his um living skill so i'm glad i'm glad on that yeah fortunately mm-hmm. yeah so, like, every, uh, everything goes everything goes down to the parents you know i don't put my hopes too high for the mm-hmm. teacher to improve him you know i felt this the teachers mm-hmm. they can help but i felt the parents is responsible I, i i acted on that i think i both of us you know are responsible for lukman teachers uh counselor yes they can help they can help but in the end the responsibility falls on the parents so i felt we have to take charge and we get help from others you know so we we approach on that manner so for lukman learning with him doesn't stops you know once you know he went to school for like say five or six hours which is fine but the remaining hours of of the particular 24 hours is with us so we'll take full advantage of when we here he is at home we'll teach him all sorts you know it doesn't have to be you know he sits on on the chair you know like school class you know where he has to you know hold a pen a pen paper what not it doesn't have to be that learning is so much more than that you know it's it's you know when you ask him to wash the dishes that is learning actually that is actually a therapy you know so it's up to us the parents to uh, find a way to make it a learning session for him without him reali- realizing it like you know it can be a uh, result is actually wonderful you know it's really wonderful I, i i can assure you if parents take charge and doesn't stop get to get your son or your daughter to learn you know basically you just give it out to the teacher that doesn't help you have to charge you know once they are within your control you must take charge and get them to learn as much as they can you know so do you have a parents community <laughs> you know that support each other sharing some knowledge or just oh, curious yeah. about it well uh, we we have um within the group of autism cafe project in short acp mm. yeah, we have a usual uh, the apps, uh, whatsapp group you know which uh we share our knowledge we share our our thoughts you know we share our learning process you know we dump it there and basically everybody learns from there i'm glad we did it this is not the whatsapp which which uh focus on gossiping and stuff you know this is more like 
uh, us <laughs> get together, you know, share knowledge and stuff like you know, uh, uh, we're doing that, yeah. So, lastly, as you you say that it's important for us to understand what is autism, what is ASD, and also to understand their yeah. uniqueness as well. So, could you share, you know, some materials or maybe how can we uh, know more about uh, this disorder and know more about this group of people? Well, um, I, I, I guess if you want to know more about uh, autism, obviously it's at, at, at our fingertips. Lah. Basically, you just Google it. No, no, no. So um, when you Google, you actually have the basic idea what is autism is all about, what not, you know. But um, to have a good understanding of, of, of autism and a good understanding of, of autism uh, ability and disability and, you know, uh, the advantage and the disadvantage, you know, it's actually good for you to actually get involved directly with them. A good example of this, what we did at the cafe is this, before COVID-19, we encourage volunteers, we encourage students of university, which we encourage parents, you know, to come over to the cafe and work together with them for one or two hours. So because when you have a direct contact with them, you have the first-hand experience of what is autism is all about, you know. So it's it, it kind of uh, when you read an article that these kids are um, highly temperamental, but when you work with them, you get a different experience, you know. And when you when you heard about their, their kids with high ability, which very high extraordinary, uh, extraordinary ability, I mean, when you work with them, you will see the other side. Not not all of them are have extraordinary ability. So work together with them. You know, come over to the cafe, mingle with them. You know, work together with them when, within one or two hours. It could could open a whole new paradigm for you, a whole new understanding of what is autism is all about. You know, so reading yes is good. It gives you the basic idea, but working together with them. As I said, it'll give you a whole new paradigm of what is autism is all about. And when you understand them, when you understand them, it might it will open up a new uh, I would say opportunity for these boys. You know, who knows? You are the head of HR over in Saimda Bika, you know, FWD or you know DHL, no? When you understand them. It gives you a perception, if you give an idea, these are their abilities. And who knows, you might open up job opportunity for them, you know. Uh, you know, cleaner, you know, as, as you mentioned earlier, your, your what, was, what was it, someone who uh, so obsessed with cleanliness, you know. So instead of you employing an Indonesian uh, workers, why not you employ them? You know, you will have the cleanest floor in your in your department if you employ them. You know, because they're so obsessed. So make use of that. You know, as I said, once you knew you work with them, you knew their their potential. That could open up a a a a, a whole new future for our boys. You know, yeah, I, I felt that. Yeah, I felt that. 
Mm, that's, I, I very agree because I myself also learned about autism through uh, my own experience with yeah. my cousin. First, it's my cousin. Mm-hmm. And so I had a tuition class with, with an autism kid few years ago. So that's how I learned about them, more from experience rather than uh, books or articles. Yeah. I also watch documentaries yeah. uh, and also like movies, but most of, I feel like most of the time the movies uh, highlight too much about the high function yeah. Uh, yeah. autism group. So uh, the middle and the senior one have been missed out. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Ali, for today. We are towards the end. Thank you for being on my podcast. You're most thank you for thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. To know more about Autism Cafe Project and how you can help the social enterprise during this pandemic, check out the podcast description and also our Instagram updates.